Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Always Never Write podcast, a podcast with adult ingredients just for Gen Xers who are getting to middle age and wondering how the actual fuck that happened. Thanks for joining us on the Podfix Network. I'm Jill Farrell. And I'm Jada Beggs. So our topic this week is completely random. And actually more random than even usual. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, because we're having a dr- uh, a drank. I almost said a drank. It, it is a drank. It's a, it is it, a drank. It's a drank, legit. It's a Frankenstein drank um, because it's so random. And we're talking about random products offered on the interwebs because random is us, especially me. Um, that's true. Random is her. And you'll <laughs> see that when we start talking about this stuff. Um <laughs> So the drink that we're the drank that we're drinking tonight is called the 21st century, which makes sense because it is hashtag 2021. Um, I actually found this; it's completely bizarre, and I thought this is super weird. I don't even know what to think. So it's tequila, white cream de cocoa, agave, lemon juice, and then it has an absinthe rinse on the cup on the glass. So. I thought, okay, this is, this is too, first of all, it's too many flavors. Like, I wasn't even sure about the tequila and the cream de coco and the, and the lemon juice because I thought, ew. And then I sort of thought, well, you know, like chocolate with orange can be good. So maybe it's okay with lemon. And the tequila could, if you use like a Blanco, which I did, um, it could just be sort of an also ran. It wouldn't really add a lot to it. But the tequila I used was... um the Terramana tequila, which is really pretty good. And it actually has a little bit of almost a cocoa-y flavor to it. So I thought, well, maybe this will be fine. You add the agave. And I did go a little heavier on the agave than the recipe said, because it's just said to add a bar spoons full. And, and it didn't seem like that was enough because it was like, really like, what the fuck? This is so sour. <laughs> so I tried it first without the absinthe rinse, because I thought that would just be like too many flavors competing for my love. Um, <laughs> and then... I tried it with the absinthe rinse and it was actually way better with. Which, how the actual fuck does that happen? And, I don't know. And I, because absinthe tastes like licorice. Yeah. And I fucking hate licorice. Yeah. But I, but I actually, I don't love absinthe. I don't despise it. It's sort of like a hit or miss thing for me in some things. I think it's just fine. I don't love licorice. I don't think it's licorice. I think it's more of like an anise flavor, which is a little lighter than licorice I'd say maybe because I do like absinthe I just don't like licorice yeah I agree you know like I like fennel and that's got kind of a licorice flavor agree and but I wouldn't want it in any like just anything so you know absinthe in some things is good I don't really think I like absinthe with whiskey like we've had a couple of things before that had like an absinthe risk uh, absinthe rinse on a whiskey cocktail, and it wasn't my favorite. Which I got to admit, suddenly, I used to have a really, really good fennel chicken recipe, but that was like 20-odd years ago. We made a fennel thing, a chicken thing with some fennel in it one time that was a recipe from Plated back in the day when Plated was actually a thing. (laughs) And Millie thought it was like the best fucking thing she ever had, and she ate like seven helpings of it. (laughs) I... 
I probably shouldn't also acknowledge that the night I made the fennel chicken, um, I set off the fire alarm in my apartment building. <laughs> it was, it was, I, I don't doubt that at all, first of all. Yeah. Um, and the recipe that we had was for like a chicken cassoulet. So you kind of brown the chicken and then you put the fennel in with it and then you stuck it in the oven and mm-hmm. she freaking loved it. It was like chicken and fennel and onions and white wine and I don't know, butter or whatever. I don't fucking know. But it was, she freaking loved that. She was like, this is the best chicken I've ever had in my life, she said at age seven. (laughs) Because she'd had so much life lived up to that point. But there, at age seven, you're consuming a high volume of chicken. I mean, it's mostly nuggets, but still, (laughs) still a lot of chicken. So backtracking big time, (laughs) Um, if you're playing the great, wonderful game from Sesame Street called One of These Things is Not Like the Other. Um, tequila and agave. Totally goes. Oh, I totally see the correlation. But yeah. once you throw creme de coco. Yeah, the little chocolatey flavor in there was weird to me. And absinthe. I, it, and lemon and juice, I honestly think that tequila, the tequila, the agave, lemon juice, and even the absinthe, I would be there for. Like all of that could go together. And then, but the creme de coco. Uh, uh, <sighs> right. What? It's like when I was in my early 20s and for the first time I heard of a mole. Yeah. With the cocoa beans and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is. No. Mole sounds. I'm not putting chocolate on my chicken. Right. What the fuck? But yeah, it tastes good. So that's the only reason I can create a rational reason why this Frankenstein's monster of a drink does not taste like Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. It's it's actually. I'm not sure good is the right. Like, what's one hair below good? Nice. Okay. Nice. I would say nice. It's nice. It's it's all right. It's all right. I think the way I described it is I wouldn't go out of my way to make it again, but I wouldn't turn it away. There are other drinks that we've had previously that I hated more than this. We'll say that. I would say if someone gave this to me and said, here, have this, I'd be like, okay. You know, it's. Yeah, I'd be like, thanks. Then I'd drink it. Yeah. With that. Would I buy the materials to make it myself if I did not already have them on hand? Probably not. No, I wouldn't. But it's not gross. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a fair assessment. It's not gross. Unlike some of the things we're going to talk about tonight. I know. I was going to say much like one of my favorite things. Overalls. overalls. Yeah. So <laughs> the way our topic came about is I was surfing Amazon. Hmm. And came across one of those recommended from your past purchases. Mm-hmm. And the three things it showed was a pair of red, kind of reddish purple pants, a jar of animal crackers, a big ass <laughs> jar of animal crackers, <laughs> and this giant box. Because we had bought a box to keep our like patio cushions in. So it's like, you need these red pants and more animal crackers than you've ever, ever bought. And another box that seems like it's big enough to keep bodies in. And I thought to myself, what the actual fuck, Amazon? They know you and they know you're likely to have dead bodies. You need to store in a box. Well, that's I mean, guess. that's not wrong. 
but mm. I, I started clicking into Amazon just to sort of see things. And the very next thing I saw was like the customer favorites recommended for you. And I sort of paged through it. And on the <laughs> second page of it were these four blue enamel, like different blue patterns. They're very pretty. Funeral urns, though. They were funeral urns designed so you can split up the ashes and everybody can take some home with them. So after you burn those bodies in the grill, you can put them in the urns and distribute them. Until they're done, cool them down, stick them in the urns. I, I couldn't figure out, though, like the red pants, there's probably other colors of them that maybe are reflective of something I bought at some point. We did buy animal crackers for Millie as a big old joke. And we did buy a giant box one time, but as we're looking through the customer favorites recommended for you, I have never bought funeral urns. I've never even looked at funeral urns. So I don't know why they were showing me these urns. And I was very disturbed by that. And I thought, what the actual fuck, Amazon? Why are you doing this to me? So I, I sent it to you and said, hey, man. We need to talk about this shit. We started looking through our own individual feeds on Facebook and Amazon and some of these other places where we have done things and just general ads that run on the side of our computers. And it was kind of astounding. I'm guessing they knew there were some people you were wanting to bury um, in an urn, but I could be. But we'll move off of that. And that cannot be held against her in trial because... Uh, pay me a dollar. I'm you now. I'm now your fucking attorney. That's completely and- unrelated to work, though. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> oh, agreed. But, but getting back to the overalls. <laughs> to the overalls, yes. As you started leafing through or scrolling through your Facebook feed, <gasps> so there was a few overalls, huh? There were some overalls, and I got to admit, okay, one set of overalls, which you seem to find particular issue with, I legitimately did too, because I love overalls, but I'm not into all overalls. I'm I'm into farm girl overalls, comfort and practicality overalls. These were heinous overalls. The ones? Yes. The ones with the giant fucking Gerbera daisies on them? I agree. They're fucking heinous. All of those All of those. And just so you guys know, we will put these, we'll put the picture (laughs) up on our website so you can see exactly what we're talking about. So the daisies were bad, but I think the ones with the women that look like they're wearing, I don't know, parachutes or something, (laughs) those were beyond horrible. Okay. The only reason I give them any credence whatsoever is because and you didn't get to see this because i sent you a screenshot of it what i sent you a screenshot of a video and they were sitting there flapping them it it was actually a video and they're sitting there flapping them and i'm like oh that looks so breezy uncomfortable okay (laughs) let's unpack that a little bit (laughs) So you just said flapping them. If you're wearing clothes that you are flapping, do you think those are flattering? I grew up without air conditioning. Stop. Do you have air conditioning now? I do now. Okay, so shut up. Not an appropriate (laughs) argument. 
Do you think they're flattering? I have. Okay. From a looks perspective, no. But do I care what the fuck I look like right now? No. I'm fucking working from home. Girl, you just lost 7 million pounds. You need to revel in that shit and not disguise it by wearing flappy clothes. Don't care. Grew up on a farm with no air conditioning where the closest I came to air conditioning was putting a box fan in a fucking window and you're not on my sheet with box fan anymore though. That's not appropriate. Happy memories is my purpose is my purpose in that statement. Are you planning on turning off the air conditioning in your home for the summer and only having a box fan? If you say yes, and you legitimately do it, and I will follow up with your husband on that. <laughs> I will say to you that these overalls would be appropriate. Otherwise, if you buy these overalls and you put them on your body, I will enlist Sarah's assistance. She will come over and she will drag you out of the house <laughs> and manually cut those overalls off of you and shred them in front of your face because if you are wearing them in a home with air conditioning and not only a box fan that would be the only time you are allowed to you can only wear them if all you have is a box fan for cooling that is it number one you obviously did not grow up Having your parents at the age of 11 finally buying an AC unit and installing it in the kitchen. So spending part of your 11, 12, 13 year sleeping on the chairs under the dining room table, which was located in the kitchen. So you could get that cool, cool, beautiful air. Well, I didn't have air conditioning in the house I grew up in either. We had an attic fan and that was it. There was an air conditioning unit in my parents' bedroom. Not mine. Okay. So. So, You lose there. No, I don't. Because sticking to my first point, we did not have even an attic fan because the house I grew up in was, even in the 70s, well over 100 years old. Mm -hmm. And number two, I mean, legit, when mom and dad bought an AC unit, finally determined they could afford it between the initial capital investment plus the monthly um, electricity cost bump. They put it in the kitchen because they knew that would be the hottest room in the house where we'd need it the most often. So fuck you. I still win. I bet you had more trees around your house too. Anyway, we did have trees. We did have trees, but once again, I go back to, do you have air conditioning in your home now? Oh, I do now. And the minute I hit my first um uh what what's the word i'm looking for paycheck <laughs> well not hvac but like the uh i said paycheck oh well paycheck yeah um my point <laughs> is stop. you can afford air conditioning now you don't need flappy pants i can afford i don't need them now but that brings me to my second point and my first point was um okay it backtrack it a bit um whole house heating cooling yes central central air okay just because i have a central air now 
Doesn't mean I don't still have happy memories of my time growing up on the farm. And I used to really wish I had more flappy pants. That's great. And you could have had flappy pants back then. But as a, as a, I'm going to say nearly 50 year old woman, flappy pants are not appropriate. This is not appropriate for you. And they're also very ugly. It's not just about like, I don't care what I look like. These are actually hideous. I never leave my house anymore. Who the fuck am I trying to impress? And okay, you set me up, my husband. You know that he was so happy to get a girl. He'd do anything to keep her. He doesn't give a fuck what I wear. Well, that kind of takes me to the next outfit. (laughs) Let's talk about those Stevie Nicks things. (laughs) The whole bunch of some Stevie Nicks looking outfits that were like a cross between Stevie Nicks and a really angry um pirate i couldn't i can't even begin with these i don't even know how to like these are like patchwork pirates fair and and all i can assume is that when um facebook is looking at your search history it's going through a whole house ip address thing and going oh we see your husband looks up stevie nicks and xanadu on google on a regular basis so you might like me the argument here would be didn't you didn't you have these wonderful memories of beautiful warm quilts that would wonderfully shroud you in love because somebody lovingly crafted them for you and doesn't that hold the same kind of weight for you as stupid ugly flappy pants because honestly looking at these these are far more beautiful than the flappy pants if you want I will go back to the cedar closet behind me and pull out the beautiful purple butterfly quilt my Aunt Marjorie made for me. And yes, it does. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. But on a scale of gorgeous to hideous, if you're going to buy one of these two things that will take you back to your childhood and wrap you in love, I think you're going to be much better off in this Stevie Nicks bullshit outfit than a hideous flappy pants i'm just gonna say this but i know people don't like it when mommy and daddy fight so let's move on (laughs) i just want to go on record as saying no on the flappy pants and if you buy them i will be so disappointed in you okay well i'm not gonna buy them but it's not because i haven't already reached an overall saturation limit but moving forward i'm so disappointed Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. But speaking of comfy, though, how about that crazy ass chair I sent you? I want one so fucking bad. You know, I I don't get it. Like, first of all, I, I can't see all the pictures, so I have to just go based on what I see. It looks like it's just like a hovering office chair with like a place to put your feet, which <laughs> doesn't seem all that comfortable. Um, I did like better than that. I liked the ginormous, egongous, um, beanbag thing. (laughs) We had one of those for a while and it was cool, but you know, it was just not all that. You know, okay. Number one, the one chair, I got to admit the, the fact that you can like fold it down and you can either, you can fold down the arms on it basically and either lie down and take a nap or put an animal on each side of you and have your happy animal 
That's super rude. horrible. Like, what if you smash them? Oh, well, I'm not going to fall asleep on them. Well, I can't, might fall asleep on them, but I'm not going to intentionally fall asleep on them and they'll live. They're resilient fuckers. But, um, but okay. So the one chair I think is pretty cool, but the big cushy chair. Yeah, that was cool. What I didn't admit to you, AJ has a smaller version of that in his room. Mm-hmm. And occasionally me and the cats and your daughter may or may not have a picture of me doing this on her phone. Go and curl up on that and relax from time to time. <laughs> we had one of those um, when we lived in the Midwest. We had one of those in our sunroom, like in our it was kind of a family room area. So we had one of those for a while and it was nice, but it just kind of got in the way all the time. I I can see that. And quick time out. I'm going to actually find, because your daughter sent me the picture she took of me. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm texting that to you now. Okay, cool. Okay. I think it kind of goes to, oh my gosh, she's so cute in that picture. <laughs> right? So. Like your, daughter, your daughter apparently took a picture of me in that when she was visiting us this summer. and Apparently my family likes to take pictures of people sleeping. <laughs> oh my gosh which reminds me john the brit when he saw that picture of you sleeping with the cat this weekend he's like oh is tika to live through that <laughs> i wasn't at least i wasn't all <sighs> oh you looked completely like sleeping fucking beauty in that which kind of pissed me off frankly it was all right so anyway. <clears throat> with your nap chair and whatever that shit was, uh, the big giant beanbag, I have to go to something that came up on my Amazon Essentials. Ooh. It was this crazy ass black black tube thing. It was. <laughs> you what like, the fuck was I that? Couldn't even tell if it was like a solid tube or if it was like inflated. If it was some sort of exercise thing. It looks like it's made out of styrofoam. But it said, stock up on Amazon's best everyday essentials. And then it said, Amazon Basics. It was a black tube with some blue spots on it. And it said, Amazon Basics, A-B-I-8, dot, dot, dot. And I didn't click on it because it was not essential to me. But obviously, Amazon and I have different ideas about what's essential to me. Because it was some, I, I don't even know. It might be some sort of exercise thing. But it looks like some giant styrofoam something and i showed it to t and he was like oh i know what that is do you remember remember in star trek the one where they had the whales and the whale ship came and like the whale song ship came and it was trying to destroy the earth that's what that is and i'm like yeah it seems like maybe not but okay so that's what he thought that was but it's definitely not essential and i couldn't figure out why they were offering it to me Okay, of course, now I'm Googling that shit because I want to know what the fuck that was. And um, am, uh, that's not helpful. I don't know what the hell that is. Why well, if I can pull it up in my Amazon Basics while you tell me about your next thing? <laughs> oh, dare I, though? Because I feel like there's issues. Okay, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with the comfort line, right? Okay. Because... 
Uh, one of the things I got, and, and most of mine are through Facebook wish ads, which are fucking hilarious regardless. I love wish ads. I got a fucking folding bathtub. What the hell? Not that I don't think it looks comfortable as shit, although I'm sure I would not fit in it, but I don't care. It's terrifying, yet somewhat intriguing all at the same time. Not going to lie. First of all, Wish in and of itself is amazing. I don't get Wish ads on Facebook. I don't know why, but I think it's cool that you do. You're missing out because I get some weird ass shit. Usually it's banana hammocks. I swear to God, that's got nothing to do with my search history. I don't know why. Today, oh. my recommended from your past similar purchases um, is some sort of yellow fly trap. <laughs> um, ginger spice, oh so nice limited edition gingerbread and vanilla icing. And it's like a, I think it's like a room deodorizer and like 17 different kinds of animal crackers. <laughs> so wow. that's crazy. Um, I'm looking for that A18 thing. I want to know. I'm going to do a little bit of a search on my own real quick because it didn't come up with anything when I searched it. I'm going to do a, a reverse image search. Give me just a moment to figure this shit out. Okay. Even a reverse image search is not fucking helping me. And why did it? No idea, man. Why did it send me men's shorts? Oh, I got your, I got your seed lip cocktails. You got my what cocktails? I got your non-alcoholic cocktails. Oh yeah. So let's move on since we can't figure out what the mystery orb or the mystery cylinder is. Yeah. We'll come back to that. We'll talk about the cocktails. So I get stuff from Indiegogo, like this really fantastic cocktail shaker that you and I both bought a while back. Uh Um, Elevated craft cocktail shaker, by the way, is amazing. You guys should try them. Indeed. Also, today I got a thing for this really cool, what's it called? Oh, fuck. I could just. Something cooling something, but it's like Mount Everest glasses. So Mount Everest is a solid crystal in the bottom of the glass. And if you put the glass in the freezer, the Mount Everest crystal gets really, really cold and it cools your whiskey in like eight seconds or something like that. Oh, yes. Everest whiskey glass. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. Yes. And you can get it in a um, in a gift pack that includes a decanter. So, of course, I fucking did that. Same. Yay. And it's not even that expensive for being like really nice whiskey glasses. I know. Yeah, yes. So we've got that going for us. Yeah. That's something we look forward to in this year of what the fuck. Right. Every once in a while, those little superfluous ads that come up are kind of baller. I cannot figure out. I've tried Googling it and reverse imaging, imaging search, search and everything. And I cannot fucking figure out what the hell that is in your Amazon feed. So I will find it. Just so you know. I can't find it on Amazon. I have to find it in my Facebook feed because it was Amazon on Facebook. 
Uh, okay. Keep scrolling. So while you're looking for that, I'm going to say, why the fuck did I get fur covered stair covers? I have no idea, but I would like to know because I, that's amazing and super weird. I don't know. I do know though why I got a Zulily shirt advertisement that says, I'm not bossy, I'm just aggressively helpful. And it's because I'm, <laughs> I'm always looking for gifts for you. Aw, I am aggressively helpful. Amazon's so helpful. But I kind of want to go, I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm shine like glass. <laughs> I got to admit, I also wonder why Wish is trying to give me um, non-alcoholic drink alternatives. But I'm going to me that, too. And I looked at the flavors, and I thought, those would all be really good with vodka in them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's move on to something a little more... Um, on on the nose, calamity wear. Okay. Oh my God, calamity wear is something I've looked at for a long time. My parents always had that um, blue willow dinner wear. <laughs> do you know the story about blue willow? No, please do tell. Hold on. I want to make sure I recite it correctly. You do it. All right, thank you. <laughs> so. The idea behind Blue Willow China, it was, the Blue Willow China was made by Thomas Minton. You've heard of Minton China? Yes. So the story behind it is that um, uh, there was a a man, an emperor named Sao Ling, who lived in a beautiful pagoda under the branches of an apple tree, which is on the right side of the bridge, if you look at it. And there's a beautiful willow tree. Hence the blue willow, which is in front. And he was the father of a gorgeous girl who was the promised bride of an old but wealthy merchant. And the girl fell in love with the with her father's clerk. Ooh. And the lovers eloped across the sea to the cottage on the little tiny island across the sea. And they were turned into the doves that you see at the top of the plate when the oh. gods transformed them because the father was going to have them killed. The gods transformed them and turned them into the doves. And they're seen gazing into each other's eyes at the top of the plate. That is beautiful. Isn't that lovely? I always loved that story. And, like, my dad told me the story one time. I mean, it wasn't quite that thorough. I had to look it up to get, like, the real. Because I wanted to provide you guys with the real deal. But, um, you know, it was one of those things that. I always knew that there was a story about these lovers and they were transformed into doves. And I always thought it was such a pretty story. So when I found out about this calamity where I thought it was so cool because it looks so much like the blue willow China that when it has that, I was like, yeah, that's cool as fuck. Right. It's totally calling out to that with its whole frogs and kaiju and, yeah, and the UFOs and all that shit. Uh, I love it so much, and given, I think I've mentioned in past episodes, that AJ and I, one of our things on mother-son date nights that we do is we watch kaiju movies, the most recent, being Son of Godzilla, where AJ looked there and said, looked at Manili, the name, by the way, of... Millie Vanilli? 
No, remarkably, although I wonder if there was some allusion to it, but, um, you know, the son of Godzilla's name in the original was Manili, whereas in the cartoon it was Godzuki, but that's a whole other issue. But AJ looked at that and said, he's the derpiest derp that ever derped, and he wasn't fucking wrong. Well, it kind of, like, the Calamity Wear, like, if you go to the Calamity Wear website, they've got all kinds of things. They've got scarves, they've got all kinds of other, like, textiles and pillows and stuff like that. And it made me think of one of the things that was on my feed was Ruggable. Do you do Ruggable? (gasps) Oh, oh, I know this. With the Star Wars rugs? Yeah, the Star Wars rugs. First of all, they're machine washable rugs, which are amazing. But they have these sort of toile-type rugs that are Star Wars features. They've got kind of different styles that are um, sort of 80s-esque in there. There's Star Wars. There's Disney. There's um, Moroccan folk. There's all these different types. But they're sort of... I don't know. They're sort of like, you can't really tell until you really look and then you're like, Oh my God, it's not what I thought it was. And I think that's phenomenal. I love things that aren't what they seem to be. Right. Okay. So that spins directly into, I don't know if anyone, if any of our listeners ever shop at beta brand, but one of my favorite things I purchased ever which I've worn to work on numerous occasions just because I want to see how many people realize what the fuck I'm wearing. Mm. It's a shirt that when you look at it from a distance, it looks like it's a leopard pattern or something, right? When you get up close to it, it's Ruth Bader Ginsburg's face all over my shirt. And, um, it's one of the most beautiful things I own, and I ended up buying a mask later <laughs> along the same lines, So, which you have seen. Yes. And I, so I am so in love with things that look like one thing when you first look at it, but when you get close to it, you go, hey, wait, that's no, not a cheetah. Wait a minute, that's not what I thought that was. Right? Yeah. It's beautiful. So the fact that you pegged the Star Wars rug, I want to steal your idea and buy one now for our basement. I want one so much. There are several on that website. You should look at them because not all of them are the 12. There, there's other styles that you really even have to look harder to get it. Yes. Um, but speaking of the Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing, there's this women's speak store. Yes. And it's cool, but here's the thing. So there's this one beautiful poster that's available, and it's got Frida Kahlo and Maya Angelou, Amelia Earhart, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And it says, so Frida Kahlo says, be strong when you're weak. And Maya Angelou says, be brave when you're scared. Um, Amelia Earhart says, be humble when you're victorious. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg says, be badass every day. I honestly feel like this is a lot of pressure. Right? It's like all of these people, all of these women, they had days, you know, Frida Kahlo had days where she wasn't strong. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was not badass every day. She had days where she's like, fuck this. I'm going to sit on the couch and eat some ice cream and watch some like Wheel of Fortune or whatever the fuck I want to watch. These people were not always 
everything. And I think that, I think this kind of thing, while it's wonderful to be inspirational and all that, I think it puts a lot of pressure on women to just consistently be like everything. And I want us to make this a topic on our spinoff, Cut, um, Cut Against the Bias. Cut on the Bias is our new podcast that we're getting ready to release in the next few months. Cut on the Bias, yes. I will someday get the title correct, but I'm still adjusting. <laughs> you so? How do you not know that? I don't know. I I. Okay, so my son is taking essentially the junior high version of home ec right now, and he'll come in and go, what's a whip stitch? And I'll be like, I don't know, I just sew, I fucking sew. Anyway, um, so we'll have to get I know what a whip stitch is. I know, I just fucking sew, I get it done. Anyway, (laughs) but um, even that, I think... I think we need to get into things like the Amelia Earhart and RBG. We're allowed to fucking have down days thing. You know, they're wonderful and inspirational and Maya Angelou and all those people are beautiful. But, and this is completely off topic. So we Hmm. need to veer back on topic after this, but actually I think that, I think that this is just symptomatic of the problem. Agreed. Okay. Um, okay. So back on this, let's talk about your shredder claws. <laughs> I'm. We're talking about being badass. <laughs> I'm so tickled. So one of the things that Wish popped up in my Facebook list were these fucking shredder claws. It says meat handler and shredder, but you know what? I would never fucking use them as that. Why? I, what would you use them for? Because I can't look at them without thinking of Wolverine. Well, honest to God, I got some from Wish. And and I used them for shredding meat. And I got them because I thought of Wolverine. (laughs) Because it made me feel like a complete badass. And I like, and then I like shred some meat. (laughs) That's freaking awesome. I... No, I could only use them for costuming, costuming purposes. But then again, I don't cook. That's true. You don't. No. Now that don't, can't, same thing. Anyway. But I have two more things. Okay. One, and I know I sent this to you too. It was another Facebook ad for mimosas that get shipped to your door in a can. Yes. Like, what the fuck is that? I know. I one hand... They do get shipped to your door, and that's awesome. I know, but you're bypassing the fresh ingredients, which don't really cost that much. And mimosas aren't hard to make. That's right? like one of the easiest things you can possibly make. It's orange juice and champagne. I Done. Know. I mean, you can, like, fancy them up. You can put in a little bit of, like, Cointreau. You can put in a little bit of... Yeah, whatever. I mean, put in extra stuff, but it's like pretty fucking easy. I know. And, and I mean, there are all kinds of ways you can go with that. But at the same time, if you buy a decent, I mean, think of it this way. Even if, even, if you even buy a nice $20 bottle of sparkling wine, like a really nice mum Napa or something, right? Yes. And yes. you put fresh squeezed orange juice in it, it's fucking baller. And it's yes. so 
$20 and serves one to five people, depending on how much it takes to get you going. Yes, and you win. And you win. Okay, because my little rapid-fire brain cannot stay on one topic for too long at a time, do you remember the honey, the bees and the honey link I sent you? Yes, I do. It's so a lot of drop shippers, and I can say this because my husband's done drop drop shipping. Will go. We're closing our store as if they have nice. actual stock on hand. Right, we're closing because it's so horrible in the economy. Blah blah blah. I know. Well, as an attorney, I loved. They had several bullet points in their ad, and the first one is like lessons I've learned from my t- first twelve months in business: avoid getting sued. Legal right. That makes me want to do business with you right off the bat. Like, sign me up. Like, what? What do you got left? I'll totally buy it. I know. As an attorney, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? That's getting you fucking sued. And then carefully manage your working capital. I'm like, okay, again, what investments are you making that you're having issues recovering now? And and it just, the whole thing was just hilarious. And I'm like, I really don't think you want to advertise with this many negatives. You should be not saying these things. Maybe you want to rethink your strategy here. Um. Another strategy I think people need to look at is the whole bacon seasoning. Oh, bacon. So I remember when I sent that to you, it was like the seasoning that apparently makes everything taste like bacon. And the ad has a picture of a couple kids on it. And what was it you said when you saw that? That they were putting bacon on anything and kids will eat anything that tastes like bacon. Yeah, that's problematic. The kids were putting it on like vegetable kebabs on a stabber (laughs) and yeah um and they also look a little bit maniacal like they (laughs) look like they were ready to like let me get this shit off the stabber and then i'm gonna start stabbing people i you aren't wrong i do okay so honestly when it comes right down to it i want to know why your weird shit is so much weirder than mine (laughs) because I'm only half a step away from being a complete and utter 100% weirdo. Yeah, maybe that's true. Um, I still love you, though. We know. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, We did mention that we're getting ready to split into, we're splintering ourselves. We're going to be winding down Always Never Right and creating two new podcasts so look forward to some more information about that in the coming weeks um for now though you can find our topics and recipes for what we drink including this crazy ass drink post on our website at alwaysneverwrite.com whenever i get to it and we do have a contact us page for a reason so be sure to send us love oh and, and indeed and and we would just love to hear from you in general so reach out especially if it strokes my fragile ego yeah she's a little more fragile than i am actually i think oh well, duh there's oh, <laughs> that's what you're yeah, always that i'm no i ever i think that's no it doesn't have always and never i mean i just think it has to do with the fact that you're just like really i just have to pet you nicely and tell you you're pretty and it's good <laughs> As as my daughter says about some things, no thoughts, only pretty. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for a who the fuck 
would actually buy that, especially Flappy Pants episode <laughs> of Always. <laughs> Never. Right. I'm Jill. And I'm Gina. And seriously, we both have really great self-esteems, despite how we project on episodes from time to time. But I digress. Thank you so much. Mine's better than hers. Not wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for making us a part of your week. We'll talk more next week, Middles. And as always, thank you so much for joining us on the Podfix Network. Boom. I actually said that normal for a change. Yeah, you did. Go me. Good for you. Standard disclaimer. Always Never Write is in no way, shape, or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out guilty as sin assholes.